community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Happy Monday. My name is Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. A little bit of a warm weekend, huh? Came back from San Francisco yesterday. It was like almost 80. Now, don't think it's going to be sunny and warm for a long time. Things are actually cooling down significantly. Midweek, we're going to see low 60s. By the end of the week, we're going to see low 50s. And we got a chance of a really good chance of rain once again. Today, I'm excited. We're going to talk to Samantha Benson. She is a local author of romance novels. So I'm excited to talk to her. It reminds me, because I used to love my conversations with the late, great Jackie Collins. I mean, there's not many people who have had the career like Jackie Collins. Man. And she was just so good on the air, too. I just loved her conversation. So we're going to talk to Samantha Benson, and not only about the books, and she's a really talented writer, but... Um, have you ever wanted to write? Have you ever wanted to be an author? Let's ask a person who's local, independent, doing it their damn self, how you could do the same thing if that's ever been, I don't know, of interest to you. So we'll ask her all the questions coming up when we have Samantha Benson up and at them later on. It's going to be a fun week. I'm feeling it. I hope you are too. We'll get into some lo-fi headlines after we thank our friends at We Help You Legal. Get ready for a legal solution that's been a cornerstone of our community for 24 years. Christina Knoll, Chris Rush, the dynamic mother-son duo behind We Help You Legal. Two convenient locations, Slow and Paso, and they're your go-to team for emergency same-day or next-day documents. Also, save big on things like trusts, wills, power of attorneys, deeds, even divorce. Do you know you don't need a lawyer for these things? And when you don't use a lawyer and you don't get, quote, legal advice, you save a ton of money. They offer efficient and reliable service that can even help you things with like corporations, LLCs. They got you. In-home, hospital appointments in Slow County, no problem. Visit the WeHelpYouLegal.com for a full range of services and 24 years of expertise in simplifying life's legal matters. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, this has all the makings of every snow nightmare. Listen to this headline. True, snowboarder spent 15 hours trapped on a ski lift at Lake Tahoe. Overnight temps, 23 degrees. So what went down? Monica Lasso, she boarded the gondola around 5 p.m. It was Thursday. She's at Heavenly Ski Resort. She wanted to get a lift down the mountain because she was too pooped to snowboard. She was over it. But it stopped just minutes later while she was still in the sky. She yelled for help. No one could hear her. She did not have her cell phone, so she couldn't call anyone. She says she screamed desperately until she actually lost her voice. Spent the night rubbing her hands and feet together to fight off the cold. I mean, 23 degrees all night long. Her friends reported her missing to the sheriff's department, and she wasn't found until Friday morning when the gondola started up again. The crews realized she'd been on there all night. Does someone get canned for this? I mean, this seems like a huge, huge oversight. The ski resort said they're investigating. I don't know what that's going to do. The safety and well-being of our guests is a top priority. Well, not quite. The fire department said they've never heard anything like this go down before. She was responsive, alert. She declined a trip to the hospital. So thank God she was fine with a story for the ages. And what a nightmare. I'm so glad 
Monica's okay. All right, a California state senator has what is being called the most extensive proposal of its kind. A controversial bill would physically stop new cars from speeding. Democrat State Senator Scott Weiner introduced Senate Bill 961, which would require cars built and sold in California from 2027 onward to become equipped with speed governors that would prevent drivers from increasing their speed over 10 miles above the speed limit. The technology would use GPS and a database of roadway speeds to prevent cars from going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit wherever they are. For example, if a highway speed is 65, drivers with this technology wouldn't be able to go faster than 75. Wiener says the bill as written applies to all roads, but he expects it to be a topic of discussion. He said emergency vehicles would be exempt from the requirement, I would hope so. If passed into law, the California Highway Patrol Commissioner would have to grant exceptions based on specific criteria for vehicles to disable the technology. The bill doesn't really specify exactly what would qualify, but drivers, manufacturers who met the criteria would be able to fully disable the speed control according to the bill. Well, then what's the purpose in having it? Wiener, who represents San Francisco, said the bill is intended to lessen the number of traffic deaths and injuries. He said traffic deaths have risen in recent years, and approximately 4,400 people die on California roads every year. Now, not all of those are related to speeding. In fact, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says maybe only a third are. So everyone tries to sort out the context of when these so-called nanny laws get proposed. But it does make me wonder if we were to spend this much time on something that causes five times plus more deaths than speeding, like fentanyl, maybe we get something done here. So we will see what happens with this. And finally, it's amazing how much the news sounds like satire. Now, we talk about TikTok trends here often. The newest TikTok food trend, ay, 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 deep fried toothpicks. And no, it's not just a silly name. People are actually cooking toothpicks and then eating them. It's mainly a thing in South Korea. Health officials there just had to put out a statement warning people to stop doing this. Quote, this is not a product to eat. Their safety has not been verified. Now there's one key detail that's really important though. The toothpicks they're eating are not made of wood like ours. Most toothpicks in South Korea, they're made using a mix of like corn and potato starch. So that's why they're somewhat, somewhat edible. People are deep frying them in oil and posting the footage on TikTok. They puff up and kind of look like little shoestring fries because they're green. Then you toss some seasoning or powdered cheese on top. People say they have a similar consistency to like rice cakes. And just to be totally clear one more time, don't try this at home, especially with wood toothpicks. Eating those would not be a fun experience. Not good. Don't do it. Crazy. We have to say this though, right? Like don't eat Tide Pods, folks. Like what? It's a thing. All right, before we jump out of our lo-fi headlines, let's thank our friends at Tin City Distillery, located in one of the hottest tasting locations, Tin City Paso. Tin City Distillery is open for tastings of their spirits and just open as a cocktail bar seven days a week. You can take tours of the distillery on the weekend. They're growing, which is really exciting. And the spirits, they're of the highest caliber. They're brandy, made from some of the best vineyards in Paso. They're canned cocktails. They're elevated, refreshing. They're available in four packs at your grocery store. But you got to check out the distillery in person. Visit Tin City Distillery and follow them on Instagram at Tin City Distillery. Up in Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right. Have you ever wanted to be an author? Have you ever thought I could write a book? I've always wanted to write a book. Well, I'm excited to introduce you to Samantha Benson. She is a local author, writes romance novels. 
Samantha is a fantastic gal. She's a talented writer. And we're going to talk about not only her two romance novels, one, Bright Futures, just got released last week. We're going to give you a chance to win copies of her books and pick her brain for anything you might need to know if you have always wanted to become an author. Samantha, thank you so much for being up and at them. Actually, hold on. Let me use my romance novel voice. Thank you, Samantha, for being up and at them. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is my romance novel voice. (laughs) This is your romance era, for sure. And for the remainder of the conversation, I will be Diego, the longtime broadcaster who is interviewing mom slash wife (laughs) slash author. And then they click in the interview. Then Diego makes it into Samantha's next book called Off the Air and Under the Sheets. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You have this all planned out. I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. Right now, I love it. So tell me about it. so we the, the the two books we have the second wind and we have bright futures. We're going to talk about both of them. But but what a beautiful place! I mean, SoCal to be a backdrop for a romantic novel. Tell me yes. the story. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, in terms of why I chose to set my books here, you hit the nail on the head. It's because I think there's no better place. It's a beautiful setting. Not only is it a beautiful setting, but there's so much to offer. You can tell so many stories about the people here. You have farmers, you have cowboys, you have scientists, you have the ocean, you have surfers, you have vintners, you have fisher people, you have families who have lived here, you know, for hundreds of years since the Mexican land grants, you have college students, you have so many different stories that you can tell. So let's talk about Second Wind, because this almost, this could be like a Hallmark movie. It is really, really planned out well. It sounds sounds really well done. <laughs> Second Wind um, is about a retired professional quarterback named Nick. And Nick is what I call just a sad sack of a hero. He He needs love so badly, but he does not know that he needs love. He is determined to be alone. He's determined to be grumpy. He only has, you know, his only friends include his dog and Moral Rock, essentially. That is where he spends his time being broody. The fog lends itself very well to Nick's persona. And during the course of this story, he meets Summer, who, as her name suggests, is quite the ray of sunshine. She is determined to get Nick back on his feet. She's (laughs) determined to do some other things with Nick, too. And they know each other from back in the day. The Second Wind is a second chance romance, which means that these two individuals had something or could have had something before and didn't work out for a variety of reasons. And now they are in each other's lives again. And it's really about finding love again, making decisions that you couldn't or wouldn't make in the first place, and getting through all that Morro Bay fog to find your happy ever after. Now, how much of you, obviously a lot of you are in these books. It's all you. You're the, you're the author of them. But my question <laughs> is, how much does your husband need to like read into these books going, gosh, if I really want the inside <laughs> scoop on Samantha, I got to read the books. I got to read these books. That is an interesting question. They are all me. Like you said, it's all me, but it's also developing characters is so much fun. Like you get to create these people. I get to create these people. And I get them to be kind of a perfect version of of what I want them to be. You know, I I get to decide how how they make decisions that I guess I wish people would make in the real world and do things that I, in a perfect world, that I wish people would do. 
So they definitely start with me, but the way that they get to the end is, uh, I guess, helped along, hurried along a little bit by making better decisions than I think people make in their own personal and private lives. You know, it feels like in every creative medium, there is changes in the industry, whether we're talking about print or shoot radio, learned about that one, or, um, oh you know, books, authors. I mean, this is another one too. What are some ways, and of course, you know, you can go independent, you could do this, do that. What are some ways that somebody with a talent like yours is able to make something of it? How have you made something of it in 2024? That's such a good question. So there's two roads to authorship. You can be, as you mentioned, independently published, indie, which is what I did. You can be traditional, traditionally published, TradPub, they call it for short, which I did not do. With TradPub, you get an agent. Your agent works with you to perfect your book. You also have an editor as well. And then the agent shops your book to uh, what are known as, I think there's five, like the big five publishing companies. Indie is, as it suggests, entirely independent. And that's not to say that I didn't have help from an editor. I found just an absolutely fantastic editor. I love her so much. And she helped me make my book better. I had my friends read my book, like early drafts of the book. And they would give me feedback on what was working, what wasn't working, typos and things like that. But with independent publishing, it is entirely me. And... The interesting thing is that the writing is maybe like maybe half of the job. The writing is not the whole thing. I have to find someone to do a cover for me. I have to find figure out how to get it online. Obviously, Amazon is the great behemoth of publishing right now with uh, Kindle. I have to figure out how to get my paperbacks into the world. I have to format things. With formatting, I should add that that was one thing I decided I was not going to teach myself. I I paid someone to format the books for me. Um, I have to figure out how to market and do publicity, and again get get the book out there. So it's it's quite a lot of work. It it is entirely doable if you make the time to do it. Right, like anything else, you have to make time for yourself. You have an appointment, you put it on your calendar. You know, for our chat today, it was on my calendar. And writing's the same way. I have to make time to write and I have to make time to do all the other things that go along with publishing independently. Now, sometimes the creative process doesn't work so structured. I mean, other times wherever you're just struck by something creative and we're like, honey, kids, I got to go. I'll talk to you in a couple hours. I got to go put this down. Totally. It definitely strikes <laughs> at the most inopportune times. Usually when you are in a quiet space, which more often than not for a lot of us, I think is at the end of the day, right? We are decompressing, we're trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden your brain is like, hey, I've got this really good idea. So I have a notes app that's just an absolute disaster of ideas and thoughts. And I have about a million (laughs) notebooks where I keep ideas and inspo and everything. Uh, I, I should mention, I'm a plotter. You'll, you'll hear in the industry, are people plotters, meaning they plot everything in their books, or are they pantsers, which is not a dirty thing. It just means writing by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And I am definitely, definitely a plotter. I have to write down the key hits in the stories, right? But the inspiration can strike at any time. So I, I'm forever writing on post-its and putting them in my notebooks and figuring out 
how is this going to fit in the overall arc of this story? I was going to say, say like Diego will have an arc. It's just how you write his journey into that arc. Totally. Diego needs an arc. We need some tropes for Diego. A big thing in romance is what, what is the trope? Is it a second chance romance? Is it an accidental pregnancy? Is it enemies to lovers? So we need to figure out what Diego's arc is going to be, what his trope is going to be. One of my favorite interviews of my career were the two or three times I was able to chat with Jackie Collins. She was just awesome. I'm sure at some point there must have been some kind of either admiration for her work or at least career, right, for you? Totally. Jackie Collins, Danielle Steele. I mean, these ladies are titans in the industry. They are, I got nothing bad to say about them, okay? They are doing it and good for them. Her and I would do this thing where we would kind of like freestyle a romantic novel and she even said one of our small premises made it into one of her books. You want to do this with me now? I'm just going to rattle off like a little like a little riff and then you're going to like riff back and yeah. forth with me, okay? So like Let's do it. Diego knew he always had a crush on the cable gal. Now, just so you know, parentheses, see what I did there? I made the person to, that come and fixes the cable a woman, super progressive. He knew <laughs> he knew this was his shot, so he changed the Wi-Fi oh code. He changed the Wi-Fi code to, I'm single now, all lowercase, no spaces, so she would get the hint. When it came time to ask the code, he told her she was surprised that... Dot, dot, dot. She was surprised, but also unsure. Was Diego actually hitting on her? She's the cable gal. She always goes unnoticed. People seem to assume that she doesn't have any life of her own or any romantic desires. Could Diego actually be the one to notice her? But she knew that she would risk her job if she would play in to his advances. But she decided to take the jump. The cable gal... I'm assuming Diego contacted her because he had an issue with his cable. Yeah, Wi-Fi. And the cable gal has decided, yeah, with the Wi-Fi, the cable gal has decided to do some technical thing that I have no idea what it is because I am not a cable gal, has decided to do something where Diego's Wi-Fi would not be fixed or it would keep malfunctioning or he would keep (laughs) needing to get in touch with her so that he had no choice but to continue contacting her. She told him before she left, Diego, I'm going to give you my phone number. If you keep having issues, I don't think you will, wink, wink. But I, if you keep having issues, I want you to text me and I will come back and fix your Wi-Fi. Diego and the cable gal. <laughs> Spicy. I love it. Spicy. I know. Yeah. That's so good. And then like the cable gal comes, then it's like a call that like, hey, wait a minute. This is really late. Like the cable company is not even open right now. What's going on here? <laughs> So I can't wait to see how that one turns out. You know, she has off hours. She does. She certainly does. The cable guy has off hours just for Diego. As she should. (laughs) As she should. Samantha Benson, a local gal, author of the books are called The Second Wind, also Bright Futures. Where do people, uh, is it your website? Do you want them to go to Amazon? Where would you prefer people get your work, Samantha? Oh my gosh. Anywhere they find it. So Amazon has my books. Uh, in paperback and in Kindle, so ebooks, and Barnes and Noble also carries the paperback. Cool. My website is uh, samanthabensonauthor.com. I'm on Instagram at samanthabensonauthor. Any of those avenues are the best ways to find me and find my books. And finally, Samantha, for someone who is listening with just this itch in their heart to want to do what you've done, which is so cool, and that is write a freaking book. 
what would you suggest <laughs> to them, whether it's novel or anything, but they want to be an author? What do you say? You have to write the book. Like we all have ideas. I've had this idea since 2018. Just write it and we'll figure it out later. But you have to write the thing. I had a really great seminar with a local author. Um, gosh, I'm blanking on her name right now. But she said, it does you no good to have half a dozen unfinished books in your desk or on your laptop. And she's absolutely right. Yeah. So just write the thing, get it done. We can figure it out how what we're going to do with it later, right? But just do it. Like anything else, you just have to do it. It's another great place for some recent advice that I got with everything going on where they said, mm -hmm. don't wait for perfect. Don't wait for no. perfect. Just get it out there. Get it out there. Get it out there. Don't wait for perfect. Do it. I love that. Great job, Samantha. Well done. Great job, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, oh, we have to do the things, you know? Yes, indeed. Well, we talked about Second Wind. Bright Futures, this is the newer one. Is this just released or what? Yes, Bright Futures just came out last Friday. It is brand new. It also takes place in our area and my fictionalized version of San Luis Obispo. I think people are really, really going to like the shout outs and kind of the Easter eggs for locals nice. and, and the story as well. It's so much fun. Give me the plot of this one. What does Diego do in this one? Diego. Oh my gosh. Diego's TBA. We'll have to figure him out. But the <laughs> plot of this book is Tatum, who is a lawyer living in, uh, again, St. Bishop's, my fictionalized version of slow. And she is cynical and done with life and just over the dating scene and very independent. She meets Jake, who is a recent college graduate, who who I am calling my gold retriever hero. He is, <laughs> <laughs> he is an absolute sweetheart. He loves to serve. Willing to please and, and easy to train. <laughs> right? He's just, God bless his heart. I love him so much. But they meet, uh, sparks fly, uh, something happens that keeps them coming into contact with each other. So the whole plot of the book is, can these two people from seemingly different backgrounds and at very different points in their lives? Can, can they, can they make it work? Can they make it work, Adam? Yeah. And, you know, of course they can. It's a romance. I want to, I'm going to buy a copy of each one that I can give away to a listener. So if you're listening right now, go, go to adamontiel.com, uh, click on stay connected and just you would say, hey, I heard I want to win, you know, whatever book to say either the second window, the bright features, the first person that does each one, they will get a free uh, copy of the book. And uh, and I'm happy to support you, Samantha. What a great conversation. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed you. Adam, I love and appreciate you so much. Thank you for everything. It means a lot to me. I love that chat. Samantha Benson, check her out. SamanthaBensonAuthor.com. And go to my website, AdamOnTeal.com. Hit the Stay Connected tab and leave your info. If you want to win a copy of the book, let me know which one. And the first couple people that get in there will get your copies. All right. Thank you so much to my friends at the General Store Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. The team of the General Store Paso can help you pull together gift baskets for work or a special thank you, closing gifts, anything, even if it's just a thoughtful gesture to show that you care. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown Paso, open daily 11 to 6, 
10 to 6 on weekends on Insta at General Store Paso. And you can go into the show notes of this episode and learn how they are working with Echo for their Spread the Warmth Drive, where they're looking for twin-size blankets and sheets. They got to be new. You can actually drop things off right at General Store, 841 12th Street, across from the park, downtown Paso. All the links to help out Echo's Spread the Warmth Drive in the show notes. All right, that is a wrap for a Monday. Thank you so much for making us the first podcast of your day. Also, for rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast, thank you so much. It means so much. Thanks to Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Also, Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective for original music. Start again. Learn more at moonshinercollective.com and stream him wherever you get your music. Well, it's going to be cooling down this week. Also, we got rain in the forecast. I hope your week is starting off wonderfully. Thank you so much for being up and at them. Start again. Let's start again.